Hello. 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 And welcome to the 37th episode of Podcast with me, Barnett. Me, Alpha. Me, Jordan. It's funny. Sorry, I got to say this because whenever Australians talk, we talked about this last week when we're at dinner. They do what you just did then. Barnett. I'm Jordan Barbecue. (laughs) Barnett. Oh yeah. I need to work on my my Barnett. Yeah. Um, guys. Hello. We've been we've been away. Yeah. Been away for a while. Yeah. Was slightly hesitant there because I was expecting a me Tom oh, before yeah. me. That's that's what normally happens. Throws you up. But Tom's not about today, guys. Yeah. Um, so he's gonna have to work and deal with the three of us. Yes, the three of us, the three uh, musketeers missing the fourth one. Um, guys, so what the plan is? We tell them what the plan is. Yeah. Because people have been so we we the last episodes that we did we did like a quarantine special season, um where we did nine in a row nine episodes in a row um yeah and it went really well people we enjoyed people, it people we yeah. we enjoyed it you enjoyed it hopefully big shout out to um Kieran on the artwork for that shout season. out to Kieran on the art on that season um so guys we have decided we are gonna do a weekly podcast every Sunday. There will be a podcast dropping for the Are We Live Boys. This is what we're doing. This is how we're moving. This is how we, you know, yeah. take things to another level. So it's going to be way more frequent. You can stop like sending us death threats and like <laughs> yelling at us. Uh, and yeah, I feel I feel like you know we've got a lot to speak about and talk about. So hopefully you guys lock in if you haven't subscribed. It's good to do it more frequently because we found in the last one. The small talk going out, it was the first five minutes and we could just start talking about shit. Exactly. When we used to do it once a year, so like, what have you been up to? <laughs> Where's the last show? And yeah, then like, you... by it gets to an hour and a half, you're like, okay, the music section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. But we know what we're doing now. Well, hopefully, um, you know, we, yeah, and hopefully you guys enjoy them and, you know, and please, please, we, we are interactive. So DM us on our Instagram if you've got song selections, if you've got questions, send them to us. We are going to be, you know, it's going to be frequent. So with that uh, being said, how's everyone been? Let's get to the small talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got a recap because it has been a long year. Yeah, it's been a very long year. I think the last episode kind of was a, was a heavy one, a hefty one, um, which was a good one. Um, actually, it was actually our best performing episode ever, guys. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, like it was a very heavy one. How have you guys been in this kind of, I call this like period of lockdown, like purgatory. It's not quite lockdown but it is lockdown yeah it's coming back which is frustrating it's really weird like strange um, uh, yeah i am i'm i was i enjoyed those first few months of lockdown like a lot of people i know a lot well, straight of me, away straight away yeah i was just like i can make music i don't need i can you know not have to no commitments i can get like a routine yeah but then towards the end it was a bit bit draining but getting back into making more music is nice but yeah i can't imagine if winter comes around and we have to do it all again it's like it's like a quite high like in terms of race like that they think it's gonna be, happen again right like yeah um i, I don't they're saying it won't, probably won't be a, like It'll a national lockdown it'll probably be like cities that get locked down again i yeah. mean yeah this government they don't actually care enough to 
do another national lottery. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe don't quote me on that, but what I, from what I've seen today, basically I saw today Boris Johnson basically said, <laughs> um, don't actually snitch on this. Uh, if you see someone with more than six people, yeah. don't actually snitch unless they're being bait about it. <laughs> so basically... As long as you're being a bit discreet, meet yeah. up with whoever you want. Yeah, so basically in London right now, it's like, on um, the UK, sorry, it's like a six people minimum, isn't it? As in maximum, sorry. Yeah. You can meet up with indoors I... and outdoors, but it makes no sense because schools are still like normal. And then like, you can still go to like the cinema and restaurants and pubs. Yeah, I went to a cinema the other day, it was empty. There was only two other people in there. What did you watch? Tenet. But we'll talk about it another time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alpha, it. Alpha's watching it tomorrow, right? I ain't seen it, man. Okay, Alpha's watching it tomorrow. We're going to talk about Tenant. Um, Just all I saw is the trailer, and they, you know, they, they, they discovered the backwards effect <laughs> on Final Cut. So yeah, we'll see how we'll, <laughs> yeah. see how that, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how oh, it goes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you've been making music and stuff, Jordan. Making music. Um, done a few remixes. As you're listening <laughs> now, you would be hearing my remix of Hon. Jeez, baby. But in in the in since we last saw each other, I did the Tom remix. I did the Leanne remix. You are DJ Khaled, basically. You are give him some. You are P Diddy. DJ Red Khaled. Nah. <laughs> Red Khaled. How's it been? How do you feel about remixes? Like, how do you? It's cool. I'm not. Them? I'm not massively attached to remixes because I'm not really in. I that wasn't part of my growing up. You know, like. Remixes in the dance world are big. They could make a tune bigger than it was, but mm. like I'm not overly. If people would criticize a remix or if it doesn't blow or whatever, it's just like I had fun doing that, and I'm. It's sort of like my take on the way I think of a remix. Though I'm not sure what you guys think is. Yeah. I personally think a remix should be a re-instrumental, rather than you get this a lot where a producer will get a tiny vocal snippet. Yeah. And pitch it up, and then it's that's the whole remix. <laughs> it's just like a totally new beat with like, a <laughs> like yeah, yeah, from yeah. the original. <laughs> I sort of want to make it sound like another original, right. just different instrumental. Yeah, because it's... you're re. I don't know. I, I like I like the like that stuff with a new instrumental. I think that can be you're using the the vocal as a as a sample, so it can still be another. But barely. Song. Sometimes they barely do it, and they, and this in the wrong key, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> They can't find the root now, and they're like, fucking hell. Yeah, there's a few schools of thought with remixes, isn't it? There's like, and there was a lot of, you know, different names for them as well. You could have edits where it's basically like, no matter what kind of tune it is, I'm going to make uh, make this an edit, turn it into like a house tune or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm just going to use the same instruments that they've already used. And then you've got like the way, you know, a classic hip hop remix is just redo the instrumental. And exactly. Use, and use the vocals as they were from start that's to That's like the tribe stuff and the, and the J Dealer stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like... that's how I like to remix stuff. But I don't know, man. I don't know what works the best. I, well, the way I do it, I think works the best for me. But for that like, dance. Do you got, do you get, Alpha, have you ever had a remix done for one of your songs? No. Would you, would you have a remix done for one of your songs? I would. Yeah, probably. Um, but only if the right person came along, you wouldn't just Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. I, I wouldn't do a remix just for the sake of... Because yeah. the purpose of a remix now is obviously... And maybe has always been to just push the, you know, push the actual project that's coming out. Yeah. Like, or just to give it some more life. Yeah, some more live. Whereas I'm just like, you know, I want you to listen to my album. Like, you're going to treat this remix as a new tune. Yeah. I don't know, man. The whole replacing things <laughs> at the top of... I, I, hate, I hate a messy Spotify, man. Yeah, yeah, I it's don't know. so petty, me. but I know what you mean. <laughs> a messy Spotify. Like I don't. Yeah, like you can have singles; they all have different artwork. 
like I sort of want people to come onto my page and see my albums, right? And not have the messy like singles and I know that's stupid, but <laughs> it's a nice way. It's like here is my CV of audio. Here's yeah. my audio CV. Whereas when you got like I've got three remixes out now. Yeah. And like if I had a feature and another thing, it'd be like three remixes and two features. People are like who is this guy? Does he do his own shit? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when it comes to remixes, like for your own stuff, like remixes that get done for you. Is it? Your idea, or is it like label or management go? We should get a remix for this. It's thing. La- it's a label's idea. Uh, label, I'm just going label. straight. I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> the truth, baby. I'm telling the truth. It's Witchy a new podcast, baby. <laughs> um, but basically, the, I think a remix serves as a purpose to like give the old song life. Right. Because it's not like the back in the days, early two thousands, where like a remix you could take it to the club and people would like love the remix version. Yeah. People would be like, oh, sh-, I don't know. Or like, I think it'd be cool if Alpha did a remix where he he did his album, yeah, and then he did like a new seven inch, and the other side was like a remix of that other side. Okay, right. Like if Madlib remixed the other side, it'd be like a cool. That's a cool way of doing remixes. Yeah, I, mean, I had an idea, man. Um, this was before, before De La Soul did it. De I think it was in the same year De La Soul. Did, well, I don't know if they did the exact same thing, but mm. I had an idea to make like sort of a jazz album, which just improvisation all over mm. and then make a beat tape sampling that album that's a sick idea and release both Crazy. of them Alpha, that's a sick idea what, I mean what did they what did their last soul do exactly I mean they did something like that where they just I think they had a bunch of jam sessions and then sampled the jam sessions to make yours is, gonna be yours is jazz, jazz is... but did they release the jam sessions um, I think it's all embedded in the same thing uh, I don't know I don't know I can't remember what the, like I think it me. was either last year or I don't know what yeah when that album with Little time. Dragon came out song with Little Dragon yes we can no longer play music on the on the podcast so we're like, we're oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. we're gonna have to acapella we got we got like a copyright strike on um on soundcloud yes so we've got to uh, adjust the way we do things because the man oh the man is trying to keep us down screw the man no not screw the man i mean do do your do whatever you do but you know. So basically what SoundCloud is going to be different. We're not going to have be able to play the music section of the podcast, but everywhere else it would be fine. Should should be fine. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, otherwise we're going to have to pause the tune. I mean, like pause the podcast for f- for four minutes and 58 seconds. We could do You know what? We could, I'm just going to... Nah, nah, nah. What? Name that tune? No, we could do something where like... It's the one week of choosing a song is you all have to interpret your own vocally and you all we all have to guess what song it is. Name that too. That sounds like a great idea. I mean, I mean this is it, guys. Weekly podcast. We are pushing the envelope. That what have you guys been up to anyway since the last podcast? Um, I went away. Um, I say away. I went to um, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Um, and like took my studio equipment and like made music in the hotel room, which was cool. What's it like there in terms of lockdown? Ghost, ghost town, man. Like really, ghost town. Like everyone's still kind of. It was actually quite sad. Like it was. Cause that's a buzzing city, bro. Man. Like and, and and obviously you can just see how like tourism has like really affected it. Um yeah. and yeah, like like really really quiet. Like small businesses just like just empty. Like just loads of empty businesses in the centre. Um, but like selfishly it was a great yeah. <laughs> great, yeah, yeah, yeah. great a great experience um was it just to like get out of london yeah and like, in? you know what it is i think um over lockdown obviously i um i bought a mic and alpha made me buy logic i had a crack version <laughs> oh yeah i had a crack yes, version of logic and it was a. Uh, 
it was uh, acting up and Alpha made me buy the real logic, you know. Listen, you just gotta You gotta do that if you listen want to guys take it seriously. Listen guys, look, listen. Hey, 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 I'm a rapper, criminal. What are you gonna say? You know what I'm saying? I'm out here rapping. <laughs> you know, that's how we move. Um but yeah, I so I bought logic and I've got like speakers. Guys, you didn't warn me about how like addictive buying equipment is. Oh, what's a gear some yeah, there's a word for it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, just imagine that word. <laughs> imagine there's a deep word for it. Oh, so yeah, so I, like I um, <laughs> I don't know what you gearhead. gearhead. I'm trying probably. to think now. I wouldn't be gearhead. It's not gear. It's something like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think about it now. Like it is a problem because you're like, oh, that's sick. Oh, I need that now. Yeah, hundred percent. I need that new headphones now because these yeah. speakers are sick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, oh, I need a stand, or I need a new mic, or I want to my voice to sound like this or like that, and it might not sound like that with this mic that I've got. Yeah, I watched um, this cool interview of Pharrell with NARD saying yeah. in their early days yeah. they all like used to make beats together on like one little crap machine yeah. and they all like agreed with their band budget that they would only get a new thing once they've mastered this thing That's so true. that like lots of people have like 10 cents but they only use they don't know how to go deep in it yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he was just like we want to master everything so that when we're adding tools we're like using them properly not like yeah when there's too many options like do, that's you, a, do you guys find yourself like over gearing up that makes sense I, I'm really stingy I'm scared to spend money fair play basically <laughs> I'm always like oh I'll sit on something for like ages and be like oh should I buy that and yeah yeah but I do want stuff like all the time are you I guys do like want... look, do you guys like look like stuff up like oh let's see what the new I don't know how you guys work yeah the yeah the new pianos Oh, or the guitar that looks that's a nice looking guitar how does it like i don't know how does it nah, work i don't really yeah i don't know i think things that are sent to you for free always feel good tell them baby. it doesn't oh matter my God, yeah man like it does it kind of doesn't matter what it is yeah if it's just sent to you for free like i haven't had much sent to me for free but i've used extensively just everything i've been sent for free yeah. and um what's the most expensive i think two years ago the most expensive thing i owned was like my MacBook Pro and then this Korg um, SV1. Yeah. And because it was so expensive, for me at the time, it was just like, it cost more than like, yeah, just everything else I had in life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I play, I used it on everything. Just everything. I took it everywhere. Yeah. Like when I could have pulled out a MIDI keyboard to just do a <laughs> little, like, when I could have sampled something, you know when you sample something and, and send it to like MIDI keyboard? Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I'm putting out the cord for this. We're going big. Like, yeah. That's like a rapper wearing a chain. Like basically. Like exactly, now. exactly. <laughs> wearing your chain in the shower. But holding it out of the water. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like just in case, yeah, I heard it to run. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of the gear thing. Um, but yeah, so went there, recorded some music. Um... It was really really cool. I really enjoyed it. What it did you was, like? How much did you record? Quite a lot. Um, you know, want to brag, you know, but uh, no, I recorded about seven songs, six songs. How long were you out there for? Like three days, four days. And seven in three days. Yeah. Um, Two a day. Yeah. No, and and I think that there is a freedom in being able to hit record and go. Okay, that's like I did some tune. Um, I sent to Jordan actually. I was like. Oh, like da, 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 da. and this is where I knew the internet isn't isn't mad. I was like, oh, Jordan, can you put vocals on this thing? He's like, yeah, man, no problem. That's yeah, my, that's, that's my impression of Jordan. Right, bro. Yeah, man, no, no problem, bro. Uh, give me a sec. And then he sent over like some BVs for a tune, and that was easy. And then like, do you know what I'm saying? It's it was, cool like that, isn't it? It's like wicked. Um, so yeah, man, and it was kind of cool to kind of get out of the country, um, and yeah, and just not 
have a different space. What was what were planes like though, and what was yeah, so what was it like so landing so ground that was custom? Um, so yeah, it's like the airports are really quiet. I feel like I'm like a guy that can like gone to the moon. Yeah, and come back. I can't imagine um, going to the airport. Yeah, so it's it's really really quiet. There's loads of social distancing in place, um, so like you won't have a bunch of people near you. It's always like distance, like check in, like to go through. Um, uh, security, yeah, yeah, so quick because no one's there, and then like on the plane, they they distance. You're not sitting next to anybody, so it's like a gap in between people. Oh, that so the like planes are always half empty. There's no like they don't sell over a certain amount of tickets. Yeah. And then, yeah, I so mean that's nice though. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's man. good for us, not good for the company. I was stretching out my legs, baby. Um, I was on EasyJet anyway, so fuck EasyJet. Um, no, no back pockets. Fucking yeah, trust me, man. Backpacks, <laughs> the man. <laughs> um, and yeah, like it was, it was, it was cool. And then yeah, landing was was really simple and like <laughs> the pilot did did a good job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <shout really>? to... <laughs> <laughs> we landed, we got out, you know. Um, and yeah, no, but like even in Amsterdam, it was. <clears throat> I got somewhere that was like quite close to the airport, so I didn't need to like oh, okay, okay. travel out and like jump on public transport or anything. It was still quite. It was basically the same thing, but just in different a country. Different country. Um, and so like yeah, so it was cool, man. I I really um recommend people getting to, away. Bro, I reckon as well, bro, man. Especially like, not it's not about money, but uh, you know, the prices, bro. I paid twenty five pounds ticket to get to Amsterdam. So that's fifty pound there and back, and the hotel was like a really nice hotel, and I paid like one hundred and like ninety pounds for like four, three, four nights for a, right. a really nice hotel. And it's and and I think that's where I kind of just go, like if there is a time, obviously be sensible and like you know. I was about to say, do you now have to quarantine for two weeks? No, which is cool. Like I'm 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 all good. Otherwise, I wouldn't be near you guys. I was about to say, <laughs> like, are you close to? Yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, yeah, it was wicked. So yeah, I highly recommend, even if it's in the UK, going somewhere. Yeah, um, especially for record for riding or something. Exactly. Like getting away, because then when you wake up, you're in a different mindset. You're not like, yeah, I've got to do. I don't know, wake up, have a shower, or whatever, go yeah. do whatever. You can like wake up. You're in the zone yeah. already. And there's a sense of freedom about that as well. So yeah, that's what I've been up to, Alf. What are you saying? Um, nothing much, man. I've been doing some recording. I've seen people, which, yeah, I hadn't last podcast, obviously. Well, yeah, how long? How long? Yeah, how long did you not see anyone? Well, obviously you saw your family and stuff, but like other than, um, yeah, I don't know. All I know is it was weird when everyone just started coming out of the caves and everyone was sort of didn't know how to interact with each other, yeah. and you know we all decided on spuds instead of high fives. Yeah. Spuds basically the clenched fists or just yeah fist bump fist bump the there elbow, we go all the elbow bump <laughs> elbow bump yeah. yeah 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 all that stuff that was decided I like that we're sticking with that now and there's not you know some confusion over what everyone's I, doing I like now. that as well I like that way, you know because <laughs> you got you guys aren't really huggers are you no nah man I'm a hugger guys that's what I'm like. that's my thing but do you guys hug what being alpha yeah that's not weird no no when you hell kind of no no when you sleep. Like when you're watching movies, it's not joking. <laughs> no, listen, yeah. Look, yeah. It's funny because I think if you're a hugger, I think you have to know, respect other people's space for hugs. So you've got to gauge. You can't just go off, go jump in a hug. Well, especially now though. Yeah. So yeah. what are you saying now as a hugger now? Because I've I had cry. Like... I cry at night and I cry in the shower. <laughs> I was rocking back, backwards and forwards. Um, no, you just, yeah, you just kind of. You don't. Yeah, basically. You, can't, you can't, guys. Like, you can't even, yeah. Hugging is like out of the question. 
Um, oh man, I know it's a sad life that I live as a single man. I like that though. I, getting that out of the, I don't mind it. <laughs> basically, you can tell. Get that I know you, mean, like, here. you can tell when someone's super confident. It's not awkward. No, no. no. Like if someone's like, hey, like, yeah, man. Is that me? But no, no, that's like, like someone. But you can always tell when you meet someone new. Is it going to be a yeah. embrace or is it going to be like a? So ideally, what is your greet? Your favorite greet? Like, what is like an ideal greeting? Um, fist in the air. I think, I think like a business. <laughs> I think That'd like a businessman handshake. That's, that is sad. What like, like, business- how you going? <laughs> what kind of sad? Hey there, buddy. You know <laughs> Shake what? oh, What's going like- on, man? Like that, or or like one of the ones where you like finish it. You know the. Oh, that is the combination. That's com- that's everyone, everyone's got bro. different combinations. No, no, just the you- classic tennis. Start with the tennis thing and then finish it into the. Oh, tennis and then class. You know, people that do the tennis handshake and then don't finish it. Yeah. They just go, what's up, man? But, but I, don't think, I don't think that's a... Wait, the tennis... But the, but if you if you go for a tennis... Um, the diagonal, glo- like... Yeah, the, the, glo- the, gl- yeah, glass, the, the, the glass, glass. The baseball the glass. glass. There we are. If you go for a tennis clasp, but you bring it in, I go a uh, bang, and then we, we're tucking it in there. But then do you finish it at the end? <laughs> but how do you... How do you finish it? Like, you push away and then you probably finish it how? No, you don't. Wait, bang. Uh. That's Guys, it. What, what are your handshake styles, everyone? Just let, let us know. Yeah, because I want to know what... Man is. is... Look, when you see me, fist straight up in the air. If you're black, fist straight up in the air. If you're not black, like just this. give me one finger in the air. Just pointing at me like... Yo, like one. Put the one in the air when what, I see you. in the air or towards you? Just the one towards me. Actually, the one towards me, but if it's a fist up in the air, not a fist or towards maybe the Or maybe the... <laughs> Maybe they're like the head bump. Do you guys see the head bump? Yeah, the head bump the, is ideal. The head bump? No, like... Oh, the like head the, bump. The eyebrow raise. Head bump is nuts. Your head bump, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the eyebrow raise. And... Yeah, no, that's the nod. We call yeah, it the, yeah. nod. the nod. The nod is obviously... But, you know, you want a bit more emotion involved. So I feel, yeah. I feel like, the, but then like the finger towards and yeah. the fist in the air. The finger towards... But, but, but the finger has to be like with, hey... Or is it just like... Just pointing, just pointing. At I feel you. like the thing. This is dumb, by the way. By the way, we no, know. This, I know this is dumb. Weekly, weekly, weekly. The, the finger, not pointing straight at you, but slightly in the air above you, but in your direction. Do you know what I mean? Just sort of like, just sort of like that. Do you know what I mean? Just sort of like. So what I'm doing is, I'm putting my finger towards Barney, but raising it slightly, it so I'm almost question. pointing above Barney. But then, like, like, look at like, you. Man, as in, like, I look. see you there. I, I see. Or like, no. if you see someone. Look, okay, so when I was younger, when I was young, if you're, if you're at the top deck of a bus yes, and you see someone you know that's, you know, you, you can't shout from outside the bus. No, you just do the little no, finger in the thumb, air. No, diagonal thumb, Alpha. Or like... What? Diagonal what? thumb. Diagonal thumb. Safe, that. Yeah, you can, I mean, diagonal you thumb is like... Not that. What's all that? That's, that's like a bit, that's, that's a like, bit cheesy. That's like cheese. maybe I'm your friend. Yeah, no, it's like yo, maybe. my brother. That's, yeah. some, that's some gladiator shit. <laughs> no, not sideways. <laughs> it's like diagonal. I hope if you if you're still listening to this podcast, congratulations. Um, <laughs> di- it's not that it's like diagonal. It's like not a upward thumb. That's a bit you know you're not, you're not Ned Flanders, but you're like not to the side because it's not the gladiator. It's just like a yo, my brother. That one. Whoop. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this, this is what I mean. This is why. Um, quarantine has been good because like all of this awkward all of these decisions yeah. can just be turned into an elbow bump now can I ask you a question as an extrovert to introverts do you hate extroverts be honest do I hate extroverts yeah like do they, do they like if you know okay, what's say, the extrovert doing 
Okay, but like, okay, say you're gonna go to like an event, right? You've been invited to this thing or dinner, and you know there's gonna be three extroverts, and you're the only introvert. Do you go? I don't really want to go to this thing. My my personal opinion is, if it's one v one, I'm meeting this new songwriter. Yeah. I I need that person to be an extrovert because otherwise it's gonna be really awkward. Okay. So like sometimes I'm like, hopefully they're confident and can lead the thing right but sometimes i mean extroverts are fire is when you get to those meetings with mm-hmm. people yeah and they're all talking but they're not they're talking you'll say something then they'll say their own story then that person they're not no one's adding to the conversation they're like <laughs> they i feel like introverts on a general statement yeah listen to what people say and then say something to what they said rather than uh, sometimes or they don't say introverts anything can be arrogant as well also, and like be thinking during the time, uh, you guys are chatting shit and then not even processing what the conversation's happening. You guys are chatting shit. This is horrible. I don't like it here. And that but, way you don't listen to the conversation. You're just like, this is, you guys are talking rubbish. I don't like this. This is bad. Oh, I mean, yeah, with extroverts, it's like, you do have to dive in on who the person is and what they're doing because, first of all, I wouldn't go. The scenario you mentioned, <laughs> like, you were like, oh, do you go... Uh, I don't want to, what do I think about it? I wouldn't go to that. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I wouldn't go to it. But... Um, three people at a dinner, like, what? Yeah, no, but, but extroverts tend to... It's just more about... It's more of an energy thing, right? With yeah. extroverts, just... Some aren't... You know, you can be extroverted and not great at talking or not great at making people around you feel comfortable. Yeah, that's true. It's just like... It's more of a skill set, um, sort of person to person. Yeah. So if you're an annoying extrovert... Then yeah, what, I'm not what, gonna want to be. What let's uh, I mean, just to, I mean, just to know what would uh, Dima? I don't think it's Alpha. Any uh, any uh, personality I mean, traits? it's the whole. It's just the whole concept of reading, reading the room. Yeah. If you're trying to be the guy of the room, like there's a way to go about being the guy of the room, and most introverts will just sit back and let you do your thing. But if yeah. you're overbearing, like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, some people are good at being what. It's charisma. I don't know how to explain it, but like... That's what I mean. Some people have that thing that I always wish I had. Like, they're like in the room, they'll be like, oh, hey, they don't know who you are. For example, if someone comes in my backstage Mm -hmm. for one of my gigs and like, it might be the booking agent's friend. Yeah. And they don't feel awkward. Whereas if I went to someone's backstage and didn't know anyone, I'd feel like I'm encroaching in their space and like, oh, you're aware of the situation. But like, Sometimes in a way you're like, why is this guy in the room? But in other situations <laughs> you're like, oh, at least he's comfortable. So like, I think Alpha's right. There is, if there is a, there can be bad extroverts. Same as they're bad introverts. They're yeah. like, like you said, they're they're awkward. Yeah. I think there's people that, for example, you got some extroverts that you can literally hear them hopping up and down as they're talking to you. Like they they may look sort of normal or whatever. But you know their inner child is just hopping up and down, <laughs> bouncing around the room. And that kind of that is kind of jarring to me, basically. I'm just like, look, calm down, that like, you're good. And then you've got some intro- introverts that obviously just die inside. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, in a room, they just... Like, yeah, just I, short love, I think that, that that level of skill to kill... I've seen introverts kill a room, and I think that's like an amazing... It's like a super like like a, a superpower. Oh, man, to walk I, into a space and literally just like kill... Like, the whole room dies. Yeah, yeah, because of your like superpower of like killing things. Yeah. How do you guys find it with like, yeah, like Jordan said, like with sessions then, like with like meeting somebody for the first time. What one to one is always 
good. It's always not, you know, it's not bad. People tend to not try or show off or they, they don't really have much to prove because there's only you and them. Yeah. So they tend to be a more real version of themselves or yeah. as real as they want to show you. But yeah. there isn't like too many other people to perform to in right. the room. Mm. So people tend to show you, Yeah. I think, yeah, their, their, their calmest. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, see, yeah, it seemed from my experience mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that's what I always think that as well, and that's like what makes me think sometimes controversial statement. Here but is. weekly podcast. It, are extroverts? <laughs> here we go. Are extroverts projecting something that isn't internally who they truly are? Ooh. Because at the end of the day, when we come home and we're by ourselves, we're all calm and we're all like going to be quiet. And are we all that? There we are. That's the question. Are we all that though? And also, are introverts suppressing? There we are. Well, that's definitely need. true. Like you talked about. <laughs> don't just don't don't just like tower to... and the <laughs> cave when you start. No, 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 introverts. That's true though. But that is all true. They they're all killing. Basically, the world is fucked. Man. The world is fucked up. <laughs> Basically, no. I feel like in 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 public, I don't present. Like I don't show all of myself, but that's because. I don't feel like I need to. I don't want to. I don't want to stick my neck out. Like, that's just how I feel. And then when everyone that knows me knows how I actually am. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably I'm probably quite talkative. Yeah. I used to be very argumentative. Yeah. Uh, I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah. I'm very you know, impatient, shit like that. I'm, I'm like that with people I know. Mm. But then if I don't know you, I probably won't say yeah. much. That's me. I feel like that's me suppressing myself. But that's um, for, for, for like for a protective reason. It's like, it's like it's more of like you don't want to. I feel like you don't need that either. Yeah, do you exactly, know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly, when I'm in a room, yeah. I'm like, uh, let me help everyone in this room. Yeah. Exactly though. And chill out because being considerate. If they're, they're, you could gen, you could definitely say a generalized statement and say introverts are more considerate. It's a very interesting point. I, I feel mm, like I could, yeah yeah I could because I could what get with they're that, doing things that. that are making. They're, I always think of it as like the introvert sacrifices for their own inner pain. Oh, 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 oh man. Fuck, off. fuck yes. <laughs> fuck yes. Weekly podcast. Introverts weekly unite, baby. <laughs> weekly podcast. Weekly podcast. Weekly podcast. No, right. I, I, that's what I'm saying when I feel like introverts can be fucking arrogant, bro. Like, that's such a like. Well, like, as in like silently. They feel like, yeah, introverts are more likely to be. See, I'm, I'm generalizing as well. I'm back in the extroverts. Come on, let's unite against these. Um, no, I feel like a lot of the time people assume that extroverts aren't considerate. And like they like they don't give a damn about what anybody's saying. Um, as a friend to like a bunch of ex- um, introverts, I actively try and find out. Yeah. Or include them in the conversation. Yeah, it's true. It's do true. You know what I'm saying like, yeah. but I do think introverts go extrovert oh, for fuck's sake. Like, oh, like, shut up. I'm so I much think that thing is so loud. I think that <laughs> thing is a jealousy <laughs> that the introvert wished they could be that confident. I don't think it's necessarily that. I just think sometimes it's just people are pagans. Yeah, so, it's definitely a person-to-person thing, man. You can't just be blanket like that. There's introverts uh, that are, are extroverts. Like, straight-up extroverts, so when you when no one's around, like, you can't shut them up. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got extroverts that, you know, cower in their rooms <laughs> when, when when no one's about. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... So, is it, yeah, yeah, I think it's actually, like... I think one of you guys said this in the last series. Yeah. It's like... Introverted extroverts not about being shy. It's actually the, how they get their how their energy is balanced. Yeah, yeah. You can like, be shy. You, and yeah, be, you um, can be a sh- well. You probably can't be a shy extrovert. You can. You can. You can, you can want oh, yeah. to do all this stuff. It, it can be a defense mechanism. So yeah, it can, yeah. like, it, like it could just be like a defense that you can't 
allow it because you can be shy and an extrovert definitely 100%. and you can you can not be shy and be an introvert you're just quite chilled and you're exactly. just like content in who yeah. you are and... i think to be fair i might be judging alpha here but i feel like alpha like just doesn't want to speak it's not like he's shy it's just like i don't want to talk right yeah now. Do you know what i'm saying it's not like oh i'm grip cripplingly like da-da-da-da. yeah it's just like no nah, i just don't yeah feel yeah like speaking and i think sometimes people feel like introverts that don't speak are just like cripplingly shy and i don't think that's the case um, yeah but then at the same time for me like i I have like a like a meter like a like a bar imagine like a street fighter yeah, bar yeah. and like when i go out and i'm like extrovert whatever it depletes and sometimes i can't come out i'm like i haven't got the energy to be extrovert today so i'm gonna go like yeah when i'm at home as well i'm very you could be omnivert yeah apparently which Om- is omnivert like I think it's ambivert. Oh, sorry, is it? But, <laughs> but I make my shit up. But it <laughs> could be omnivert. Oh, no, 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 no. It would be 360, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, but... It's all of them. It could but be all of them. Omnivores and all that, isn't it? Omnivores, um, carnivores. Yeah. Damn, I just had a fucking point. That's the thing. <laughs> focus, just really? imagine if I was going to say something deep about introversion. It's lovely. Um, but yeah, <laughs> well, that diverted. Um, but yeah, so Speaking you, about yes. um, sort of like mental... Kanye West? Should we just segue to Kanye Ooh, West? Segue, oh, baby. Man. man said mental when then went to Kanye. <laughs> it is it is a bit mental though. Man said speaking about mental. Speaking about mental. Let's go to Yay. Yay West. Um, so Alpha, what happened with Kanye West this week? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to your news. boy, <laughs> Kanye West? The man of the people, the man everyone loves, yeah. no matter what he does. Uh, uh, okay, when you say love, what do you mean love? What, what what does love mean to you? Are we going to go into a love conversation here? <laughs> People love Kanye West and he's forgiven for everything he does. What do you mean forgiven? He's like, forgiven. I so People, like he might make uh, a bad song and people will think it's good just because no, it's so, so, so there are people out here yeah. on this planet. Yeah. So Donald Trump is one of them. Yeah. I probably, probably, Bruce Jones probably another one. Yeah. There are people out here that, you know, are uncancelable. Basically, it does. Basically, they they will do a string yeah, of, of things. stupid things, yeah. and they can bounce back. I cancel the Yeah, yeah, no, no, they can they can bounce back. It's a thing, man. Like yeah. you, you pass a threshold of stupid things, yeah, and yeah. then you've now like developed this yeah. tough. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Nothing. You're, you're here forever now. I think Drake as well is probably one of them. Um, there's like there's a lot of those guys out there, and Kanye definitely is yeah. out there. Where it's like all he has to do is do a Sunday service tune and everyone's back. <laughs> well, and we're all back. We all forget about Jesus. Cool. <laughs> I like Jesus, but... I don't know. Jesus wasn't a personality thing. Jesus is just a bad music thing. <laughs> but um, personality <laughs> thing, slavery is a choice, blah, blah, blah. All yeah, that Kanye it. stuff that yeah. Kanye does. Mega he'll Kanye. Just, he'll just bounce back yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. I've come to peace with it. I don't mind. This is just another one of them things. Yeah. Um, This wasn't a bad thing per se, to be honest. Mm. This week. He just went in on his... um. On, on his labels he just it just imagine what was going through his mind that day so he just woke up one day and was just like, like my chi- children <laughs> it was like a chilled Wednesday as well. yeah. it, wasn't, it was like a Saturday night it was like a Wednesday and he just went ham what do you think ham Kanye West <laughs> that's some Kanye West shit I mean he has an effect on culture that's what I'm saying yeah Whitney Podcast what do you think triggered that because imagine waking up one day and like hey my deal is shit <laughs> I think literally it could just be his chemical reaction in his brain. In his brain. 
you think? I, I, I think it's probably someone said, oh, you can't do that. Or, oh, no, Kanye, like, did it anyway. He's been stopped from doing that. Hang on. All right. <laughs> 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 I'm Kanye West. I'm Steve Jobs. Yeah. So I tried to, I tried to um, screenshot some stuff so we're not just... Yeah, so Kanye went on a rant on Twitter. Um, he went on a rant. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first things he said, the f- mind-blowing things he said anyway, there was a few mind-blowing things. Mm-hmm. He said he's got 10 universal contracts. How? What? He said he's got 10. So, so he he's got a bad manager. <laughs> 10? I, and I don't understand. So I, I obviously, you know, I don't understand the music industry to that extent yeah. where you can have 10. Maybe, you know, publishing and then recording yeah. I'm not sure about them but he screenshotted them all <laughs> which was hilarious because he wanted to upload the PDF at first yeah <laughs> and he was like oh man I can't upload this PDF so I'm going to screenshot like every page of all Jeez. 10 of these contracts and I obviously didn't come on like I don't like contracts well he just had anything. hundreds of pages yeah go look at it it's ridiculous yeah, it's just, I don't scroll. know maybe they're like, going no, they're, 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 just scroll it's like a good like yeah it is mad. Hundred tweets. It is mad. So each page, like yeah, he posted that. Yeah, and yeah, it's just it's just nuts. Like he he's gone. I think he said um, Universal won't tell him uh, how much his masters cost because they know he can afford them. Yeah. So what does that mean? So like in terms of like a label, really? So yeah. So with a label, you sign a deal. Um, usually. So what's interesting with major label stuff, which I suppose is what's an interesting point with the Kanye thing, is like there's this idea of a, like an advance that they give you, and like a marketing spend, how much an entire album costs. And basically, when they own your album, a lot of the time there's like a, a, a map that you can hit when you've recouped, but there's no more debt in terms of what you owe the, the record label. So technically you should be able to like, there should be a price of how much my master should cost, but they're not telling him the amount of money his masters are worth which is mad that's that's which is nuts because they're scared he can afford it <sighs> he can't afford it obviously that, that, that's why they don't want to tell him a price <coughs> like most most artists can't afford them no masters. yeah that's what i'm saying but it's probably worth like 500 million or something something mad he'd pay that though but that, and i think that's what worries them because like if they if they don't have a a lot of these record labels are like like there's like maybe like 10 artists on the label that keep the lights running in the label so yeah. that they can af- afford I, to like a, i mean um, i sort of know it's from back in those 50s, 60s contracts where like they always got, all the artists got fucked over. Mm. I met someone recently that, um, I won't say who it is, but they said they're on a major label. Mm. And me personally, I think my deal with Ninja is like, they get my rights for like 10 to 12 years mm. or something like that, which mm. is sort of me good for inter- independent yeah, yeah. labels. Yeah. And if you self-release, you get your rights 100% yeah. straight away. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends distribution, 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 distribution. <laughs> it's quite deep. But anyway, this these people... Yeah have given their rights away for life and it's a new deal perpetuity and I was just like for I thought that was some 50s 60s shit but people still do that they give away their rights because of the chance to get that massive platform yeah and the advance and getting a chunk well, of the money. big yeah. advance yeah obviously yeah. they get way bigger advances I want to touch on that later that gamble of gambling your whole life's work yeah in exchange for the fame it's the, it's the it's always the deal with the devil where you can make money outside music. You mm. can be a billionaire yeah. outside music. Well, you know, only some people can be billionaires. Like, <laughs> Car- but I'm, I'm talking Kanye, yeah, for yeah. example. Yeah. Like, on his sales alone and mm. stuff like that, if if he was just, if he didn't do anything outside music, mm. no fashion, no 
brand sponsorships, nothing like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. He may not, well, he definitely wouldn't be as rich as he is today. No way. Mm. He definitely wouldn't be the Kanye West he is today. No way. Do you think that was worth it? Like, that's what that's what this whole battle is about. Mm. Like, would he have become the Kanye West he is today if he didn't give his life no. yeah. to Universal mm. like that? I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't agree. Because I, like, yeah. I discovered him with all those video clips he had back in the early days. of like. Jesus, I mean, he's, out, he's, pi- he's pissing yeah. on the Grammy. Is this a Grammy? Yeah, it's a Grammy. Yeah, he's pissing on a Grammy. But as you know, literally, guys, he's literally peeing on a Grammy. Like, he's got a video of him peeing on yeah, a yeah, Grammy. Yeah, the Grammy's in the toilet <laughs> and... You know, there's liquid trickling into the on, onto the Grammy. It's, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's got a powerful. I mean, it's a, straight, it's a good aim. Like he's wearing his, he's wearing his, uh, his chains. He's always well. had a bit of beef with the Grammys. Yeah, but like, but like, yeah, and he he's done. He did, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> he just went, he just went in. I'm just wondering what yeah, triggered it. Yeah, because that's me. He could have done this any at any point in the last ten years. Yeah, I I, I find Kanye really fascinating in terms of like. The idea of like, you know, obviously he's come out as as as, as bipolar and and said that on on his last album, you know, um, and stuff. And I think mental health is a real, you know, thing to speak about, and I think it's really important. But what I struggle with, and it's my boy, my boy Jake, shout out to Jake, which is talking about the idea of like Kanye before he releases music, does like a massive rant of some sorts, because it's great promo. Like we're talking about him, everyone's speaking about him, and it's like. Is it both? Like, what is it? Like, how does it feel? Like, can you be excused by just being like, I did a rant, it's because of this, I'm fine now. Maybe like, he's doing rants because he's getting stressed about releasing and then he's like... Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could all be tactical, yeah. obviously. But I, I think it's probably tactical. But it's, it's, it's tough to... So obviously we don't want to, like, judge, you know what I'm saying? We just kind of just, you know, we can make... But that's the thing. Yeah. He's got this... Yeah, you got this shield. Yeah. Because... Like not everything you do can be you know instantly forgiven. Yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, I don't. I don't rate that. Yeah. Um, but I suppose, but this is really interesting because yeah, we speak. It's, it's talking about the idea of ownership and yeah, yeah, exactly. And exactly. And, and how even like one of the biggest artists in the world has no leg to stand on when it comes to fighting the label. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's such a, you know, and is this the way to go about it? Like, is this gonna help his case to to yell and then like tweet Drake and <laughs> and Kendrick and someone else and be like yeah let's get in a room and buy our masters back or something like like he was on like a f everybody and like you know even the grammys he was like yeah fuck the grammys um and stuff and i think the, i think what i found i was talking to alfred about it actually is like this idea of like the music industry isn't run by musicians like the music industry is run by business owners like it's a business like it's literally a business cutthroat we are commodities we are literally pawns that can be replaced moved everything like whatever and it's it's bullshit because like it it, it really confuses what music is because music is supposed to be in like expression and feeling but it's but at the same time it's it is business and there's a reason why certain artists get put in a certain position and someone's the, the, the top guy for that year and then you don't hear from them ever again and like, but it's just like a massive. It's hard because like, a lot of musicians, you know, get fam- like that get famous. You kind of confuse that and yeah. think you're important. Yeah, now. man. You're like you're, you matter in this sort <laughs> it's of. Um, so now it's true though. Do you think yeah, you you now think you matter in this system that was sort of built to move you about? You now think you're playing the game, 
that you're, you know, you're a corner. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, I called so, Alpha and I was like, like Alpha, I realised that basically I had this idea that you can make a song or an album and it could change the world. And I'm just like, that is bull. You uh, can't make that. No, 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 no. we got to keep the faith on, on music. No, just because we're music, like, otherwise you wake up like, like, what is my, you know, what am I doing here? But anyway, yeah, I wanted so, to move on. Let's yeah, move on because, yeah, like, that's yeah. a bit, yeah, no, still, if you make music, yeah, you know, believe in your believe in your shit. Do you know what I mean? You can believe in it. There was a tweet from a guy called Rap Coalition, and Great it's basically name. saying uh, there's two schools of thought um, with the Kanye West thing. Mm-hmm. You either take advances for major labels and fall victim to a sharecropper system, mm-hmm. or you stay independent and do it yourself. The second way is a slow build, but you retain ownership and control. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of artists are blinded by that advance. Mm-hmm. And then someone replied, someone called Desper Robinson replied saying, uh, could there be a third in which you do a short-term deal at a major, mm-hmm. take the advance and invest in your independent career? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that could be a way to go if you find a label or a major that's willing to give you a short deal. I don't know deal. if they, I've ever heard of that. I I, I I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I don't. I don't think a short is possible. I think what you can do is give somebody up, give them a project, and be like, okay, you can have that project yeah. for as long as you want, but not, you don't. You can't take because what's happened is is that mm. since the internet and since like downloading and streaming and all this kind of shit happened, um, artists are having more control in terms of releasing music and yeah. also making money from music. So what that ha- what's happened is is that when you're a massive artist, you can do things where you can have uh, a distribution deal with like a, you know, with like a label services company where they don't own your masters. They can give you an advance and you, once you recoup, you own everything back again. Like it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what's happening now with labels is that you can, if you've got clout, as it were, you can be like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to give you one album. My album's worth this. You can have the album, but you can't touch my live. You can't touch my... Yeah. <clears throat> well, I was just going to say, people also forget that people sign 360 deals yeah. where like as 360 deal is where like the label gets all forms of income that the artist will make. So like the label will get your music, like 87% Never of that. your music. They'll get like 55% of your live show, which yeah. is insane. Cause yeah. you don't make music. Yeah. Even at my level, we're not making music in the live show. So imagine someone that's just signed, they're playing smaller shows than me. They're not getting any of that money. Yeah. So they've got massive expenses of which the label pays for it's, yeah, so like three sixty deals, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Like losing all forms of income, sync all everything basically. In a, and also look like the aim is what I think anyway from labels is they want to put you in debt. They want you to be in debt to them so you can never get out of your debt. So they will pay for your live show, or they might they may pay for your videos. They may pay for everything, but that's going to add to your debt. That's just more debt that you owe. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And like that's where it's kind of like really dark and shady. Where it's like I've seen you know, from friends, them looking deeper into what their, like, their budget and stuff. And, like, and one of my friends, Remain Nameless, like, was at a label, right, and the, the A&R was like, oh, let's take a taxi to, I don't know, to Soho. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, don't worry, we'll put it on another artist's expenses That's and claim crazy. it as a, an expense on their deal. So they, they can even do stuff like that where they'll just add more debt to, to someone your, else to someone else because they can like, oh, it's, man, it's a that, that just makes me angry oh like mm. it, 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 but it is what it is do you know what I'm saying and I think I, I'm i not anti-major labels per se no. as long as you know what you're doing I think that's my thing I think you've got to know what you're 
Or yeah. even some genres need that help. Yeah. Like, like a modern day, you know, I think to be a rapper, if you want to be as big as Stormzy, you can't really do that independently. Yeah. He needed like insane visuals, insane live show. Mm-hmm. Like he needed that funding. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Dave signed? Yeah, but hidden signed. Oh, one he of those. Signed to, he signed to Neighborhood, but Neighborhood are universal. Right. Oh, right, there right. you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, just just know what the exchange is. I think it's better these days, though, because you're forcing a label to actually gamble as well. Same way, because if you're doing well and if you have whatever, getting some recognition or whatever hype, yeah. um, you and you tell a label, listen, I want to do one album, are you in or you out? Like, yeah. so a label yeah. now has to be like, oh, do I want to cut no matter what and then prove to this artist yeah. that this is the place for them yeah. and then we need to, we can extend down the line. Mm-hmm. Or they just, you know, you take the chance of doing the one album, getting told by, and then getting another label. Or, or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's good. That's a 50-50 gamble. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You're gambling as an artist, and you, we should be making them gamble as well. Yeah. But one thing I, th- I think people forget about is, like, um, say if you're a big-time rapper, right, and you sign to a label, um, your name also is what they're buying. Because other artists will sign to that label because you're on that label. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's another thing you're paying for. And I think people forget about that is that they're not just signing you. Some people are just signing because they're like, okay, this person could be big. And also, this is, could be a tax write off. Like, we can just sign a bunch of artists that just because we want to, you know, the money will go whatever. But yeah. sometimes, if they're signing a big artist, they're signing your brand. And your brand and your marketing is something that can, um, you know, lure other, you know. Yeah. Yeah. to the label and I think uh, we've seen that where someone might be like oh like even music wise someone could be like oh I like Jordan's music I might like Tom's music because I like Jordan's music that's branding mm-hmm. it's, that's, that's being marketed as I want to be on that label I definitely I remember back in the day where I wanted I would cut off my right leg to be signed to XL you know re- recordings or mm-hmm. you know because of, of what they stood for and what it, what it represented and I think that's where it gets really interesting so even if you have one album on that, that label they can use your name forever they can be like yeah we had Jordan Rakai on yeah, on, yeah. On, our, on, our, on our books, you know. Nah, that's true. Do you see music? Do you see where do you think the music industry is gonna go in terms of like ownership and you know moving forward? I think there's always gonna be those artists that the labels sign when they're eighteen, mm. like that they're a bit deluded. They might not have management. There will always be those people, yeah. and then they'll like. But I think more and more people, uh, at least managers, are becoming more switched on and understanding maybe we should take more of a cut because we're doing more work. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the manager's commission over the next 10 years might go like 25%, mm-hmm. but we start doing like a self-release thing mm-hmm. where like, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the model, but you can see like if labels doing, as in if they do self-release, as in going to distribution companies like and only giving away 17%, yeah. then the manager's probably thinking, I got to do a lot more work now. So, yeah. or maybe we can outsource. I don't know, but yeah. I think it's going to be much more self-releasing because a lot of big artists are doing that yeah. at least independent yeah yeah um yeah i'd agree with that i think a lot of artists that are sort of locked now are trying to jump ship yeah i saw a lot of that i think if you're if you're big now you've realized that it's at a, at a difficult time basically mm. but everyone that's just on the rise now i feel mm. like everyone's going to revert to some sort of you may do some kind of deal with a with a major but now you're going to understand you're not going to be like, you're not going to come out like 
was it it wasn't Meg the Stallion it was um someone just was you know clocked their contract was horrible like it was an American artist I can't what remember who Meg, it was Meg, Meg had a bad contract maybe but it's like Migos had a bad contract yeah and it's just like yeah. you don't you, you ain't looked at your contract for years you just seen that yeah. you know that first advance yeah a lot of people are going to go in with their eyes open now yeah and that's like trouble. that's a good thing yeah but, but, but this is the thing a lot of um majors are um reacting to that they're they're seeing that artists are going to distributors yeah. so what they're doing okay we've got we got distributors now yeah so th- that's yeah exactly thing now is, yeah a lot you of these distribution companies but that's a good model though and now yeah are now owned by you know, major labels. Yeah, man. There's one a piece of the pie. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just about yeah. how much. How much can we control the narrative, and be a part of everything that's possible? But that's, isn't that all right? Like, everyone's sort of. If you assume all CEOs of, let's say, every music company's yeah. dark. Let's just say that. Yeah, I agree. Generalized statement. Yeah. I, I wish Whitney I don't agree. I'm just saying Whitney hypothetically. Um, then if you're getting. 80% of from a major mm-hmm. as in if you're getting all if they have a distribution service and you're yeah. getting your split yeah. I don't see the problem because they're actually you're going to be using their machine well this is the thing I think I think one thing that not winds me up but annoys me about sometimes with like um, independent artists or people that are like you know smaller or whatever and they start yelling about yeah major label man do it yourself and like kind of shitting on some of the artists that are on major labels. That yeah, I don't... Done. It's like, no, no, no. Like, there is there is sometimes where you need, as you said, like, you need the push. And sometimes you wouldn't be as big if it wasn't for a major label. That is what, like, let's call a spade a spade. There's some artists that are massive because they're on major labels, because they have their funding to yeah. throw money at a wall and it, and it finally fucking sticks. Do you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. massive pop artists, you know, that are signed, that are like, you know, didn't have organic bars and da-da-da-da. yeah but now we're like the biggest artists in the world it, it, it happens yeah. and i think that's another thing that people need to understand it's not just a one-sided it's the exchange thing you can get a bit um not arrogant maybe a bit arrogant when it comes to you know when you feel like you're authentic and you do music and you do your own you know you take care of your stuff like i read another tweet um i'll get up in a sec but mm. guy basically said if you release good music people will find you bullshit and it's like basically it's the whole thing of there's a there's a um there's a quote from like a jazz artist I can't remember who it is now but really really old school basically if you take care of the music the music will take care of you so that was that may have been true um in his day and that might be true to the point of like making a good album or but in terms of getting yourself out there and stuff there's way more that goes into that of course you know and I mean? it's also luck is in there yeah yeah luck like, is like luck let's is, not luck like, is most i of hate it. that oh my god i've had conversations yeah like with people and they're like yeah man like you know i'm i got big because i was wicked and it's like <laughs> no like i mean you are really talented but it's not just that it's not just you being really talented there is working hard, yes, definitely getting better, yes. But also, there is fucking luck, and that is real. Like, let's not. It's luck, narrative, opportunity. Yeah, yeah man, it's all of that combined. You're not just gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm amazing. That's why everyone knows about me. Like, no, do you know how many amazing people? Yeah, yeah. if you're amazing and you never release anything, and you're just amazing in your room, and you just kind of make yeah. great stuff. Are you amazing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, you probably are amazing. Honestly, when, like, when from, I went to America a, and yeah, yeah. played with this guy who was an insane bass player, like yeah. insane. He would come to London and he would be like, oh, I want to get that guy on my gig sort of thing. Yeah. And he was just like, oh yeah, no, my friends are better. All my friends in Philly are better than me. Or like, oh yeah, New York, I've got guys way better than me. And it's just like, I was thinking like, mm. there is, there must be so many talented people in America. I mean, in the world, yeah, yeah. but like America's different with those sort of 
yeah. cat sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just made me think, how is he not playing on fucking Jill Scott's gig? Or like, mm. there's just hundreds of, maybe thousands of insanely talented people that aren't getting anywhere because mm. they're not getting a break. Yeah. Or they got, I don't, I don't well, know. Well, 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 that's why they've got to be careful of arrogance, I think. I think you've got to like, you know, can't just sit it's, there and it's, it's tough because at the same time you don't want to have imposter syndrome where it's like you don't value how much hard work you did so there is the hard work element of it but at the same time yeah, you can't be arrogant and like just really like ignorant to the fact that luck has played a part but at the same time I think marketing is important I think yeah. I was saying this the other day so. you have to be in a position to get lucky yes do you know what I mean yeah. so you get lucky but then you know, I have to be in the room or I have to be, yeah. my music has to be out there. Yeah. Like, it needs to exist Agreed. in order to see it. Otherwise, you, you're not even putting yourself on the, on the lucky options. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Luck, yeah. luck is when hard work meets opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Weekly podcast. Yes, mate. Weekly podcast. <laughs> Weekly I do think hard work is important, but um, it's not just like you can't just sit in there and say, I'm insanely good singer. I write insanely good songs. I'll, I'll get noticed one day. Don't worry. Like, yeah. Because there are people that are pretty whack, but they're making it because yep. they're like, they got good, you know, they look good or they got good narrative or like so many pieces. Yeah, but that also then can like um, cause bitterness if you feel like I'm great. Yeah, yeah, you definitely get that. Uh, this is only because of that, you know. Um, and I do think there is skill levels to making like massive pop songs as well. In terms of it might not be pleasing to your ears in terms of like, but there's a level of, if you have consistent pop hits, you can't just make a pop here. I was saying this to Alpha the other day when we caught up for that dinner. Yeah. Just like outside, like, you know. <laughs> I was trying to think of that joke. <laughs> What's that fucking thing that reporters say? Off off, off the, the record. Off the record, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> took my time again. <laughs> I've been watching it today. Um, basically, like, writing pop, we got all the the asset we got the skill set to do it as yeah. in someone like me i know what those chords are that will like trigger the masses mm -hmm. but <laughs> i know how to tickle the <laughs> but it's actually tickle really difficult senses. because you're going i'm going against what i think is like i'm acting not it's instinctively because i'm going to judge these if i play these four chords yeah. like you know I could, the classic chords that you hear yeah i'm like oh that's shit but i'm actually having to fight that impulse now because i'm judging the process yeah. so like pop is actually hard for these for like a jazz musician that's like oh no i could make a fucking pop tune easy it is it is difficult only because yeah. of that like internal battle yeah do you remember I, that conversation yeah, yeah yeah i remember there's people that can number one there's people that like the music they make that's and are thing. doing well exactly yeah, so there's people thing. that like that that stuff and then they're you know <clears throat> you're more likely to believe someone's music if they like it so that's number one yeah number two there are some psychopath producers out there that can detach their emotions from everything they do. So they know the formula for doing stuff and it doesn't, they don't feel, they don't have to feel the music. Yeah. They just have to know how it works. Yeah. And they are committed and they're fine to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I know what I'm, what I lose by putting sort of, <laughs> your soul, my soul in, into, into making music. I know, like, that's the thing, man. You can't be, like, you can't, you know, get ahead of yourself and go, oh, man, this stuff should be way bigger because, like, look at... No, no, understand that this is the kind of music you make yeah. and it will appeal to these sorts of people yeah. or this demographic, but, you know, and if it does more, then that's great, but, you know, you chose your path. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I feel. That's why I never really get annoyed or I never really 
get bitter by not my music not doing. I'm just grateful for what my music is yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you know and, and accepting that and, and seeing yeah, where yeah. you come from. I, I do think that like, there is like those people that can kind of detach themselves from, uh, you know, the soul element, as it were. I do think there's there's a level of like competition as well. It's like I wanna, I want another number one, so that's what I'm playing for. I'm not playing for I'm not playing football. Cause I want to you know, just score easy goals, and I want to do skill and da da da. Yeah, you got like them that. footballers that exactly. will never, will never play in the park with their friends on a Sunday. Yes, why not? Because you know it's football's work for them. Yeah, it's uh. not like, you know, it's not like our oh, man. If I even if it was free, I, I wouldn't do. You know, yeah. I would still play football. There, you know, there's footballers out there that yeah. do their work in the gym. And you think the matches. same thing with musicians? Yes. They won't like have a jam. Definitely, they're like, like nope. Um, I get paid to play. I get paid to do this. It's not even like I, I wouldn't just do it for the sake of doing it, um, you know. And I, and I think that's fine. Like I think that's fine. I think that's just it's, it is what it is. You'll see it in yourself, man. Like, would you, for example, um, if you had like a holiday, basically, would you make beats? Like, that's a good question. Would that be would that be a thing you go to like as your downtime relaxation? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I said that to I said that to Amy the other day. I was like, when I went to Giant Wafer to record, I was like, that was one of the most fun holidays I had. <laughs> and she was like, Jordan, you were working. <laughs> you were working. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, if I'm on the plane on tour, I'll be yeah. making a beat. Yeah, it's exactly. fun. So that, that's how you know you love the stuff you're doing. Whereas I know people that's for example played on tour for people for artists or whatever. And they've got off the tour. They don't even want to listen to music, let alone make it, let alone play. I don't want to listen to anything because this, this was my job, but also it's demoralised me. Yeah, what, what are you so, like? Though? I'm like, I would play. I'll play like, um, yeah, yeah. I, I do do stuff to be honest. <laughs> I do do stuff. Like I don't, um, like I, I play piano. Yeah. Um, I listen to a bunch of music. I've yeah. never really stopped listening to music. Yeah. Like. If I if I'm in a situation that's making me stop listening to music, I'm walking away. Like if I'm oh, in like okay. a, if I'm in a session, you said something or... really interesting the other day. Sorry, I'm to, oh, no. but it kind of goes with that. You said something about um, uh, dreading something. What's the word you said? Oh yeah, that? yeah. I said basically if I if I've got a session, yeah. or if someone approaches me for a session and I'm I dread the session, I don't go. Which is well, it's fine as an excuse. No, 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 I just won't go. Basically, I feel, you see how I yes. feel about doing that. How does that make me feel rather than? everything else yeah but that's so the way I'm you, you never right think now. like i always wonder you never think you know tactically business minded like mm. oh maybe to. this that person i don't respect their music but this <laughs> no, this this might put me in a, in a position where i can do weekly podcast, weekly podcast. my thing is yeah <laughs> this, this is my thing yeah not not all tactics have to be evil and conniving no but like, like that <laughs> You might no no there there might be there might be a session you're like oh I'm not into that but like it might get me into the door with that yeah you can look at a session objectively and go ah this will be good because from this session yeah I can do that I used to do sessions like that all the time but (laughs) I just stopped because if I I got to look at what's in front of me do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean regard you know regardless of where it can possibly get first of all like just because I turn up to a session it doesn't my networking skills aren't equipped to make anything <laughs> happen off of that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not that guy. So it's like, hey man, for example, like, we later. We can do example that, that stuff like um, uh, uh, Fashion Week Paris and shit like yeah. that, yeah? So for me, <laughs> you know, you can tell me, oh, this person's going to be there, yeah. that person's going to be there, yeah. this person's going to... Like, 
that doesn't mean anything to me. Just to let everybody know, I went to Paris Fashion Week last this this year. No, 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 but for you, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is, I was there. I was mingling. This is what I'm saying for Barney. I was mingling, and maybe Networking. a lot of others. It'll be good making things happen. Yeah, you make things happen. You, you, you. Yeah, I know what you mean. You actually. do your thing, but yeah, for me, finish. knowing that these people are dead, that doesn't do anything because I can't make the best of those situations. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest saying? with you, like with the fact that with the fashion week thing it was actually very interesting because, like, I networking, you know, not bad at it, you know, bit of a. He's a pro. I'm, it's... A, I'm a networker, but even there, I was like, oh, this is jokes, like, <laughs> like, because it's so unorganic. So what's the word? Like when it's just like. <clears throat> like just like so contrived yeah, yeah contrived yeah. like it's just so like everyone's there to network it's just a very weird feeling when everyone's there it's, to look to look cool everyone's there to it's look. weird yeah. it is weird I had a remember from the last series I had yes. a, pr- a session with producer X if producer people still haven't X, worked people, out people yeah. have been sending a lot of like know, I'm not uh, gonna say guesses of who but like I said in that session there's about 20 people in the room yeah. like 10 of which were like producers rapid basically artists yeah and so it got to a point in the session where it became like an aux cable moment of people showing their unreleased tunes. Yeah, but like right. it became like a competition. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, no, you got this. But they were like talking. You know, when you say, I want to show you this tune, I heard it is sick. Uh, They're saying about their own music. Uh, and I thought. I don't know if I'm arrogant. Or no, not arrogant. I don't know if I've got hatred in my heart. But I just can't imagine me having a session like that. In oh my God. It was... America terrifies me when it comes to the studio session. But they don't like, you know, the whole pop music thing about people like music they make. People like pop music. That's why they make it. They're not being arrogant. Like they're the Americans. They're not being. That is just. They're just being. They're. I don't know. They're <laughs> that's just, my that is just sort of who they were. They didn't think it was wrong. That's Do you know what I mean? Bro. I think it's, that's why the classic. I always say this, but the classic British, American thing is like British people are so different. They're so much more humble. I mean, is that a generalized? No, we're, no, we're, no we're, very we're, generalized. Yeah. Still. Also, we're, we're quite, we can mean. be we can be quite arrogant and quite uh, what's the word pompous and. Maybe you know, it could be stand backish and yeah, like stubborn. Yeah, but we think we know best. Whereas that's why I find it interesting. Yeah. Being in that American session where they were all like, "Yeah, I'll show my unreleased tune." I was like, "I'm not playing. My album's not Never, mixed or produced. I'm not playing anything. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna get any of this. <laughs> Nothing at all." Um, so, in terms of uh, music that you've been listening to over these last months, is there anything that's been stood up to you guys, like music-wise or artist-wise, or you know? Um, that you listen to on the kind of gap. I thought Brandy's album was sick. Did uh, that come out in the gap? That came out in the gap. Man, I really liked it because I I'm I got a what's this, a soft spot for like soul music. Yeah. Um, I hear it now and I'm like, oh, that's not I'm not attached to it. But there's something about the album like <laughs> something about this Brandy album that's like yeah. different. It's like it yeah. feels nostalgic, but it's like fresh yeah. and like I reckon it's sick. Yeah. That's something I've listened to a lot on like long drives. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I've listened to a, listened to a lot of stuff, man. But I've listened to I I I've been going down rabbit holes of things because before when I used to listen to jazz music, I used to um, look up who's playing and then mm. listen to all their albums yeah. and then look up who's playing on those and listen to all their albums. Like it used to be like a spider web of just sort of listening. Yeah. Um, I've been doing this with like, well, on a on a smaller level, but Griselda. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> so then you know. I started to listen to all their albums individual because yeah. their output is ridiculous. Bro, I was about to literally speak about that. So do you not feel like, because Griselda is a perfect example. So Griselda is like three rappers, Kanye, yeah, yeah, yeah. West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher. Yeah, yeah. And they're like a label, they're like a collective as well called Griselda. Yeah. 
and they've been it feels like they're dropping every fucking week like a new something like every other week they're dropping a new album I, th- I think the consistency thing has been working for them yeah on paper I look at it and I'm like this shouldn't really work really like you're not giving people yeah time, time to, to breathe breathe but do you feel like I don't know if it's just me but over lockdown like especially like this last two months the amount of music that's been dropped has felt like just intense as hell. I don't know if it's just me. Do you know what? At first, when lockdown first started, me. there was this ghost town yeah, of no yeah. one dropping. Do yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Um, yeah. There was yeah, also like, a period when the Black Lives Matter movement was happening. People weren't didn't want to drop in that gap yeah, either because yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. want to like be insensitive to yeah. the, like taking the focus away. So yeah. there was a massive dry spell. Yeah. But now it's but like then it went. Bro, know, bro, <laughs> bro, it's like I feel like I'm getting attacked on a Friday. Like do you know what I'm saying? Like it feels like everybody and their mum and granddad is dropping a song. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, like, and I'm like, I don't know how to process it or cope with it. And I'm like, is this just me? Like, how are people coping with it? I think this is where the luck thing goes into play because I've got a set of albums every week that I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to check them out. And the ones I do end up checking out, I check out, but the ones that don't. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, it's hard to... Well, never another chance. No, no, no. If I remember to, maybe... But Cause, it's cause, hard cause for it's them weekly. to go back into the get, get back into the circuit. This is it. Um, but yeah, an album dropped today. Two albums dropped today. Actually, that yeah. was that were wicked. But one album dropped today. I was listening to last night. We're we, we going to talk about Alexa more. Wow, 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 wow. I'm. I, firstly, I want to say I am quite upset that um, <laughs> Alpha got a shout out on Alexa's album when I didn't. I didn't even realize. Until I got, to, I listened to the last three tunes. Imagine it's the last three tunes I listened to this morning. Yeah, I listened to it up to yeah, up to up to the tune. Um, last night I was like, this is sick. I'm gonna talk about it tomorrow. Blah blah blah. Woke up this morning. Barney was talking about the group. We were talking about it in the in the in the podcast group. So I was like, okay, let me finish this. And I heard like a little shout. I was like, oh, maybe she knows another alpha. Fuming. I, mean? I was fuming. I was absolutely fuming with that. Um, Lexamore is, is 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 a rapper. Uh, lyricist, just human being, great, great musician. Um, from DJ, North, everything. yeah, everything, everything. from, from North, Lo- North from North London, yeah. Um, and she dropped a project called Government Tropicana uh, today, which is Friday, but you're listening on Sunday, so two days ago. Um, I mean, we're out here. Sorry, guys, I ruined we're the illusion. Podcast, you ruined it. <laughs> so now you know we record on Fridays no, and sorry, release guys. on Sundays. Sorry, guys, I'm following that. Um, and it's amazing. And we're talking about, I think. Jordan asked some really cool questions about the album and like what we connected with and Alpha like put in a really cool way about the idea of like speaking to like uh, diasporas and like relating to things that are locally that you as a person relate to and how that really connects with like me and rap. So if you're speaking about a certain slang or a coffee shop or a bakery or whatever, I relate to it because I... From have it, your own yeah you know and i have an attachment to it and i think that's lex absolutely smashes it and i think that's an important thing yeah those are those are like special moments man there's like a there's like a kano tune on hoodies all summer yeah. uh, where he mentions mr agas yeah uh me and kano went to the same school yeah mr agas was like a sports coach there i was like <laughs> you know you think like wait yeah. am i the only person in this sort of world that understands this reference yeah Cause like I don't know that that's it's so obscure and yeah. so like mm-hmm. can't feel like uh, why would he even say that as a simile? <laughs> no one's gonna know what you're talking about. And the thing but is, I it's know. quite it's quite a, like a strong line as well. It's like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm so East End like Mr. Fucking Aga yeah, yeah. like says it boldly. 
But then I think that, that's like, sick. But then I feel like if it's done well, so like Kendrick, Kendrick speaks about things in Compton. I have no clue. That's about. the thing. You try, you get transported. You're, you're there, so you don't you have to know yeah. exactly who these people are or what these buildings are. Yeah, but yeah. you're gonna get transported because it, when it's done well, it yeah, connects. Yeah. And I think that's such an amazing skill set to yeah. have. But Lex did that very well, man. She's very unique, man. Her style, um, just just rap style is, and yeah, just bars, man. There's so many lines, like half poetry, half yeah, yeah and um. Yeah, the beats on there are amazing as well. You no, know, she mixed it, the whole thing herself as well. She mixed the entire project. And if you, if you hear the great. project, it's very... You have to be good at mixing to get that right. Because it's the right balance of like the basses and the kicks and the ethereal vocals and stuff. The basses and the kicks. <laughs> hey, fuck you guys, man. Marty <laughs> 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 well, was getting technical logic. there. Marty had logic over lockdown. The way did lo-fi lockdown and it's like, yes, yeah, so, you know, the basses and the yeah, kicks. Yeah, guys, you know, the high end and the low end. And the waveforms. The waveforms. Hey, so, hey, the well, transients. I, I, I imagine, yeah, I came to the Trans- studio <laughs> with Jordan, yeah. I came to the studio with Jordan and like, Jordan was like, <laughs> was like, so have you mastered any, are you just using the basic presets and I was like what he goes yeah I mean that's fine like I made a I was looking down on you oh man I made group curse on my basic (laughs) basic presets yeah maybe you know you know I was like oh thanks guys it's alright man you'll get there you'll get there I'm out here who was the second what was the second album but Alexa um, this project dropped officially today on all platforms but Demay from Hawkhouse oh yes well I don't I'm not gonna say Demay from Hawkhouse but she Demay formerly from Hawkhouse (laughs) How do you say that? I don't know. <laughs> she was in Hawkhouse. She FKA. was in Hawkhouse. Yeah. Formerly known, known as, as, as one third of Hawkhouse. Yes, there we go. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, Demay dropped, uh, the album dropped on all platforms. I think it only dropped on Bandcamp yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, sick as well. Similarly, great beats. Yeah. Her voice is amazing as well. That's yeah. just another one I, uh, I was listening to on the way. Um, yeah. Dear. But yeah, man, like, just good music, just dropping, man. Yes, yeah, Sip Pro dropped as well today. Shout out to Sip today as well. Man, you guys are on the. I'm so out of the loop. Jordan, let me tell I feel like Jordan, I'm 45. Jordan, bro. I'm listening to podcasts. We're doing a weekly podcast now, brother. We've I know. Be, I'm, that's why in. I'm excited to like get back into listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, I cycle. I can't listen on my commute. And why can't you listen I don't to listen to music at home. You don't want to. You hate cyclists. It's so dangerous. I'm going to encourage cyclists music to listen to music. Cyclists are the worst. I got a bike during lockdown, though. So oh, okay. It was bad. I popped my tyres, like, first ride. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'm not pumping that shit. Yeah, I was like, fuck that shit. Um, but, yeah, no, there is a lot of music, but I feel like it is... Uh, do you reckon there's going to be different ways of releasing music or something? Where, like, say, like, things like Patreon or, you know, um, subscription services where, you know, you can get your tribe, as it will, your fan base, to, like, lock in and know that every other month you're going to get the new release first or something like that yeah. where audiences can't get because I sometimes miss out so I'm a massive fan of a guy called Devin Morrison right. I'm from LA and he's got a, he's had a song that dropped with Alex Isley right and I didn't know about it and I'm like I missed it because there was so much music out there so I'm yeah. like if I had, if I paid five five pound a month or whatever if there was a way of me getting that directly to my phone or whatever having to search or would it be better like, I, I don't know if there's other ways of you know. I think so. I th- I think like I always try and people that always are scared to pay Patreon, but they'll buy like two coffees a day and yeah. spend like sixty quid a week. Um, when Patreon's five pound a month, but yeah, like I would pay five pound a month to like ten artists that I love, yeah. just to know, just to it'd be interesting yeah. to see. 
behind the scenes of yeah. what they do. But then that's, maybe that's the idea of like how music has been devalued so much to the point where you feel a bit like, oh, I'm not, am I buying an album for £5? Like, people are, are second guessing it yeah. To, yeah. A, to, to a degree where like merch is more expensive. You know, people like artists have been doing these things called bundles, right? Where they have an yeah, album yeah. coming out, they'll like, <laughs> you get like a t shirt or like a, a first access to that, their tour tickets just to sell albums. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So the album is now the merch. Yeah, so yeah. music is now the merch and the merch is now the main attraction to the thing. And it's so fucked. Like, it's just like, what? Like, how is it? How have we got to a point where you're spending, you know, I had a bit of a, a bit of a melting session when I was like, why am I spending so much money on music or making music when people are disposing of it in a week, in a day? And that's it. It's like, is there a point financially? Is that like, I'm just got a lot of money. They do. I, I. That's a constant struggle of mine. It's, that constant, like. What, how do you do it? What do you it's do? It's tough, man. Like I was, I was actually, I was talking to Tom yesterday mm. about um, dropping an album yeah. versus dropping consistently. Because he just said he said uh, he said he wants to get you know he just wants music out he just feels like he wants to get more music out yeah. and he wishes things were like the SoundCloud days yeah because the SoundCloud days are the trial really of what's happening today it's amazing it was amazing SoundCloud you can release a tune whenever you want it also with SoundCloud it was so the social media aspect as well because yeah, you can yeah. repost songs and yeah comment on songs yeah well your consistency snowballed your career wherever your out your output yeah like we saw like Tom's trajectory yeah man but people have to remember he was dropping every day yeah he wasn't like yeah. it wasn't a joke he was yeah. dropping every single day mm. i wasn't dropping every day mm. like i don't think anyone else here was no. but every single day he dropped a beat he's trajectory i think it grew it helps him a lot 100%. by doing that mm. so, Sorry. Uh, so so um yeah the whole dropping an album thing i just feel like i'm a project guy do you know what i mean but i guess it's how i may have to rethink how to actually release these things because yeah. i know I'm settled with how I make them. Yeah. I make things in a bunch. Yeah. I like to see things as like like I spoke to you about it and you had a good um I'm pointing at Barney, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> pointing at Barney. He spoke about these things as if they're, you know, look at it as if they're films. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I like to make a film. Mm -hmm. I a guess Sonic how film. I mm. guess how we release them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess how we yeah, how we release them yeah. is something that, you know, I'm open to, but yeah. that's just how I make shit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. It's it's tough. It's, do you have to just kind of like close your eyes and just grit, grit your teeth and bear it when it comes to the money? Do you just go, oh, okay, fuck, let's just do it. I think for me, oh. yeah, there's something that's tried and tested and will 100% work, but just not everyone has the money for it. Coca-Cola, yeah, mm -hmm. do this flipping Santa Claus ad every year. Yeah. We know what Coca-Cola is. Yeah. Why do they still need to do this? Yeah. Why do they still need to do ads? Why do they still need to be, be in our face? Yeah. To remind them what they are. Why do McDonald's still have to? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like one of the big, biggest fast food on, thing on the planet. Yeah. But they current, you know, they probably promote themselves, yeah. put more money in promotion than any other restaurant. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? For us, like, we drop a song and we, you know, we don't talk. We don't talk about it again either. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's really like overwhelm people, isn't it? It's the idea yeah, of like that, not being intrusive. But imagine sitting down with the president of Coca-Cola and go. <laughs> Listen, aren't you worried about overwhelming people with your? <laughs> and you just like, man, man's been here for ninety years. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm putting my face everywhere, yeah, man. so people can. It's ingrained in people, mm. and even after people know who you are, remind them who yeah. you are. Yeah. But that costs money. Yeah. To to keep like yeah. advertising your in project. new ways as well, like to keep advertising, but then also yeah, yeah. to keep having a consistent site. Yeah. Reinventing well, the new. System. Sorry, you yeah. go on. Well, the new thing that lots of people are doing. It's not that new, but 
it's become quite big, especially in lockdown. It's like that one minute acoustic rendition on Instagram clip where like they're singing a bit of their song and like people are now becoming the Instagram musician, sort of like the SoundCloud days where like, you know, Tom was churning out a beat on SoundCloud. Like, you know, I know a few singers that I follow. They do like a cover every single day on Instagram. They get their 40,000 views. They get their 500 comments and like, cool cool video i scroll past but like i'm constantly reminded that they're good yeah and like i think that's i've made a joke about this like uh, that's frustratingly the new model is like that bite-sized connection where it's like i haven't gone and listened to their releases actually but that's the thing imagine it was for their releases and not for them because what a lot of artists are doing now you're trying to you're building your brand so you're going remember me my name my name's alpha blah, blah 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 like if I'm just doing that all day, you're going to know who I am. Cool. Yeah. But imagine I just did that, but just for one of my projects. Yeah. I won't stop going on about this project. Yeah. For the whole year, I'm just posting about this project. Yeah. Listen, this yeah. project. Then that's what people will know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then it's hard to... But it's the idea of like, you know, how many listens do you want? So if, you, if you're like, I just want you to press play. I got the crack. That's what I got. I got this crack, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all I need you to do is take one hit of the crack. Do you know what I'm saying? Once you're going to listen to it, you're going to love it and I'm going to make... And I think it's more so that. It's the idea of like, will you? I need to make you press play on this. Like, how do I make you press play on this? And I think that's where it's tough is because, yeah, you have these people doing Instagram covers, mm. but you're not going to like click anything else because I can see it again. Like, I was waiting for your uh, next one to come and it's just like, what kind of model do you want? And also, do you want to mix and match models as well? Oh, does it get confusing to the, to the consumer? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's just so hard, man, because... You can get to a point where you love an artist. Like, yeah. I've got some of my favourite artists, and I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know what your next true, release is. True. Is that I bad? I really love your music. Is that bad? Or, no. like, there's people that really loved, you know, this album that you did. Or yeah. this, And it's just like, they didn't know you released four after that. I think that <laughs> is actually the thing that is holding together, like, maybe all of our careers, is, like, the big numbers that we see sometimes, like, maybe we have a good release week where we get, 50,000 streams mm-hmm. on a song mm-hmm. or like lots of likes on that album announcement yeah, you know yeah. the classic like yeah. dopamine releases <laughs> um, basically like for example I have no idea what Flying Lotus is doing mm. but I want to know what his next album sounds like I don't care that I'm not seeing anything yeah. like there are those people that, that you wait for. for you as well like yeah. we have those small amounts of people that like will love anything well will listen to anything you do yeah and they're not active. Like the, also the people that it also gets deeper is like the people that are active on social media as a specific sort of person. Exactly. Alpha's not active on. He's not yeah. commenting on like th- um, Thundercats video saying "Dope bro, flame, <laughs> flames." Like, like there are people like there are people that only use social media to follow their parents or something yeah. like. Yeah. Like so the the social media medium is for a specific sort of person that projects. Yeah. Also, you, you, yeah, you see, you mm. see when it goes wrong, where some like a brand sees an, a, a social media influencer with two million followers drop an album and no one gives a fuck about the album because you can't always equate your social media following to an actual fan base. On the flip side, there are artists that sell out fucking yeah massive venues that have no traction online because Exa- it's, it's their, their audience is like that. That's like, a, that's the one you need though. A hundred percent. Sadly, Cause, cause they're, they're gonna stay around. Like I was talking to like um so a friend of mine. Like who I met through somebody else, um, is a massive fan of the podcast. Shout out to my guy Graham. Massive fan of the podcast. He doesn't comment on anything of it, doesn't post about it or whatever, but he will tell me what we said, how we said it, da 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 da. I've, got, I've got two or three calls after every podcast drops from two or three people that 
do want want to do a synopsis like a, a you know want to go minute by minute. Oh man, what you talked about there, I disagree with that. You know because blah, blah, blah. these people will never come, ever ever comment. We'll yes. never share. We'll yeah. never like. Mm-hmm. But that, that's the whole that's, that's the whole the, other world the, of yeah. Yeah. consumer. Yes. No, that's but that's great. These are invisible people that you're like. You know, we're just making this content, or we're just talking. Yeah. And when I make music, that's why I only post music on my. But I can't. You can't really count um, on the people liking my music to be following me on Instagram yeah. or to be following me here. Mm-hmm. Some people just find the stuff on YouTube, yeah. find it wherever they found yeah. it, and they just know about you from that. Yeah. But on the flip side, I'm I'm very active on social media, and there's some people that might like me on social media that don't listen to my music, and I suppose I've got a kind of that's a cross that I've got to bear, like to be like if I want to do other thing, presenting yeah. whatever. My social media thing when I do the perfect song Sundays, you can do that every uh, Instagram. Jeez, Barney's got a couple shows. You got a couple, have you calmed down on the, the other? Yeah, I'm rejigging. You know, that's what we do. Yeah. I'm rejigging uh, everything around. Um, but yeah, like I think that is the question you got to bear to kind of be like, what do you want to be perceived as? What what are you comfortable with? Are you okay with dropping something and people being like, well, I don't really care about that. Mm. Um, you know, and and that's kind of the thing. It's all building. If I decided tomorrow, like you know, let me rebrand or add cooking to my to my Instagram page. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I ain't going to have any gourmet chefs in my comments. Like, are we what, really Don't, bro. You? I'm going to have to... <laughs> Play with Flame emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to have to build that market from scratch. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I can't, yeah. just, can't, can't just assume that. Transferable. It's inter- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. Man. Yeah. All right, boys, should we play some music? Yeah. Um, This week, we're going to keep it normal. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll bring back the sound we found yes. um, section from next week. From on next those. week. So if you are a musician, or, um, independent musician, big musician, whatever you are, DM us. DM us with your, your music, own with your, music with your own music, please, because we got a lot of requests from like someone sending us like <laughs> Thundercat or D'Angelo, and we're like, yeah, it's a great yeah. song, but you know, want to like focus on. We oh, like Thundercat, by the way. Yeah, maybe no, that wasn't in, clear for the. No, as in, what we, well, I'm saying what songs that about. aren't them. I'm saying what's <laughs> <laughs> weekly forecast um, and stuff. Um, so yeah, and like also yeah, as I said, if you've got questions, just send a voice note to us in the in the um, in in the DMs as well that you think so, you want to hear from us. Yeah, yeah, um, and stuff. Too. And yeah, we'll we'll have a listen and stuff like that. You know, so who wants to go first? We're playing some music. I'll go first. All right, enjoy. Cool. Last week I was a fool, a king built up a maze so I couldn't escape. Last month I was a fool, I made the same mistakes, again I stayed up late. Tuesday I was a hammer, I hit my head against the wall, a portrait of my dream. Today. 
backtrack was called In July by Samora Pinderhues. I discovered Samora from the... He sang on the August Green project, which is that okay. like super group with Common, Rob Glassberg, Kareem, Riggins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so too. Man. Pff. Thoughts? Stunning. Yeah. Samora is he's sick. He's got him, again, he's got a unique voice. Um, he's an amazing piano player, by the way, as well. Like yeah. Jazz, like... He's yeah, I checked his stuff out now. He is crazy, yeah. And he's um uh I think his sister plays flute in like Christian Scott's band. Oh cool. As well. So they I, I mean, yeah. They're all sick, man. Um but he's amazing. His actual stuff. There was a tune where I think he's like an ode to, you know, a lot of uh, you know, the black people being killed in America. Yeah, I had well. checked that as well. That tune, it's amazing. It's crazy. How do you spell it? Pinder Hughes, I think P I D E R. P- and then Hughes, yeah. like Hugh Laurie, then ES at the end. What does that mean? Pinder. I think that's his... Pinder Hughes. Yeah. I think that's his no, last no, no. name. No, no, no. That's the last name. Oh. That's his last name. And uh, yeah. Oh, People right. say that about my last name. They're like, <laughs> sick artist name. Yeah. Um, People say that about me as well. But no, I'm joking. That's not what? my last name. <laughs> <laughs> last what I like about like, that sound is like, you don't stereotypically, maybe I'm just not looking good enough. You don't hear that sort of soul music out of America. To me, that sounds very European or very like British, what the, what, like what? melancholia soul, like a- electronic soul. He's definitely, I mean? mel- yeah, mel- yeah. Like he, the way he approaches melody as a vocalist is he's definitely an instrumentalist first. You can hear how his voice sits much nicer than like someone coming trying to be a frontman over that and like belt out a soulful vocal. Yeah, it's like really. It sits nicely. I'm gonna say the most annoying artist thing people say. He was he was like he was like an uh, instrument on the track, you know. Basically, <laughs> that's the way I think vocals should be. Unless you got like a message you're trying to. Portray. I think it's a lot easier when people produce their own stuff. Yeah. To fit that, you know what I mean. Mm. Especially if you, if you've got talent for singing or rapping or whatever, you can probably fit your own stuff, your specific stuff, to like the best. So I think he's. Yeah. Yeah, he's done that. I think when when you play with an instrumentalist that's a producer, they automatically add such a depth to your track because they're thinking about the whole picture as well. Sometimes you have an amazing instrumentalist, but like they hear in their own, they're in their own zone. They're like playing insane guitar, but they're not really hearing what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. I think same with him as a vocalist, like because he's an instrumentalist first, he's not trying to like bear down your your throat. Yeah. Like, but I do get it. people are, you know. Um, if I go back to the horrible YouTube comments, they're not, they weren't horrible, but YouTube's just a bad place sometimes, yeah. man. But they just weren't, you know, re- rating this performance yeah, of a tiny we, desk. Yeah, it wasn't the typical way someone would approach a tiny desk. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, I think yeah. They want you to do like loads of runs and like just kind of like hit a certain way and like project a certain way, I think. Yeah. Did I'm you just... get any bad comments in your tiny desk, Jordan? Sorry. I, <laughs> I got a couple and there were actually a lot of like. Hurtful. <laughs> no, they, no, they. Most of the comments were people saying like, "Why is this white boy making soul music?" Ooh, oh, but not judging the music though. Appropriation, baby. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, that I saw. There, there was maybe like five to ten I've seen, but I haven't seen that video comments. I get like, that IP address. I haven't seen those comments in like maybe a couple of minutes. So I, I check them every day. <laughs> 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 no, but no. Yo, YouTube comments are the maddest. Like, cause. I'll have a hundred, nearly a hundred percent positivity, but that one comment oh, will just ruin my day. People do you, don't understand. Do you remove it? No, I don't remove it because it's even irrational for me to be upset about one comment when, like, I don't. It's not like I get happy of a positive comment. Do you know what I mean? Imagine yeah. I'm just like, oh man, that's really made my day yeah. reading the positive comment. 
you know what I mean? It should at least be that. Yeah. Instead of going, oh, this one bad comment has ruined my whole day. Yeah. And the other ones, you know, you should be positive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I suppose this the idea it's of, you know, it should be, you know, take everything with a pinch of salt. So when people say you're great, pinch of salt. If people say you're bad, pinch of salt. People yeah. are allowed to, they're allowed to like, you know, because you got, you got your own, own opinions when you listen to music. Yeah, I've, 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 yeah, my opinions on music has been, uh, you know, I'm quite, Open. You're quite a controversial I'm quite figure. A controversial figure when it comes opinions. to certain artists. I mean, with certain guys that I want, I want to talk about on this podcast, but they'll probably certain come out. Artists in that yeah. ran with Ray Cabrolia. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ray Cab. Shout out to Ray Cab. Uh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you might like Ray Cab. <clears throat> I don't, but yeah, I, I think. <laughs> listen. As I said, this is a weekly podcast, so there'll be uh, times where, you know, we get into things and opinions and stuff will form as we grow as humans. Next, anyone? I'll go next. How about that? I'll play my next. <laughs> <laughs>
and that was Cipro with Bad History from her EP, Bad History. Um, Cipro has like probably some of the most incredible vocals that I've heard um, come out of the UK um, in a while. Personally, Damn. Uh, she's a super talented individual. Um, she also played the strings on that amazing song. Um, I just feel like she needs to be heard by the world. So, hello world. That's it, bro. Um, what did you guys think of that jam? Sick, man. Um, man, I when I first moved to London, this is a funny story. Yeah. I met Nicola... That's or Cipriel, yeah. sorry. Yeah. So I, Nicola I met her, like, in the first... With the second week, something crazy. I was basically, like, trying to meet every single person... I went on my friend on my followers list and looked mm. who was from London yeah. and like checked who were musicians and I, I saw her and she was sick and we like caught up and we had a session actually like oh, when I first moved so I've known her voice since I first moved I always thought she was amazing mm. insane melismas is what they're called like vocal runs yes like, like, pin, pin, like she's got like ones, yeah. pinpoint accurate yeah. vocal runs that are like pretty unmatched she did like she did like a live Instagram the other day, like you know the concert things. Yeah. And yeah, it was just nuts how, out of nowhere, she just hits every single rock like bang, 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 bang like just. And she had auto tune on though. <laughs> no, I'm just... no, I'm joking. No, she no uh, But yeah, no, Alpha. Yeah, man, I liked it. Um, like you, well, I was born in London, so it wasn't like a first week of London thing. Would have been a weird session. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I've had a session with um, Nicola back in the day. He's amazing, man. The jam, man, it's real nice. I I like that people are dropping, I don't know, bulk projects. I remember back in the day, that wasn't really a... There wasn't enough of them out there. Yeah. Because it was obviously SoundCloud climate and stuff like that. People maybe dropping the tune here and there. Mm -hmm. But now we're starting to see people organise. Yeah. From London especially, like the London R&B scene. Mm. I don't know, that's a, maybe a conversation for another podcast. Yeah. But like, I feel like the R&B scene, people are maybe starting to take more notice agreed agreed agreed. You know I, mean? I fully agree with that because because mm. it's, it's kind of restricted over here for reasons that i don't really you know i don't really know, well, Do you know what I mean? black black music over here is not really respected in general so i'm saying in, in in the uk and i think with the internet and like things kind of like playlists and all that kind of stuff kind of crossing over to other territories yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's just expanded it's just easier to, know, to, yeah, to, yeah. to to do it and i think yeah that's probably why um but yeah no she's like the r&b scene is definitely on the up. Yeah, man. Especially the females in R&B. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing it, man. Killing yeah. It. Absolutely killing it. Yeah, um, man. But shout out to Pro, um, EP's called Bad History. Bad History, go yeah, check that out. Have a please. listen. Go, go check that out. Back to things. But yeah. And on that note, another one that you need to check out is...
Told her no, told me I done did it. Like fidgeting, bad as in these ankles, socks still a drop toe, sucking. I'm in Nike kicks. Is that a pan down in that old thing? Uh, zim zim, I'm not a demo, but I'm still zinging through these flats. Break, break, shit. I can't number rap day, hustling my DNA. Beat my spirit with a winner like a I did. Beat my spirit with a winner like my guy. How far can be? Today, not today, uh-uh. I don't vision like my grandmama, uh-uh. Taking it like I look at my nah, uh-uh. Never dead, give me strength up there. Solid strength, you move my manta. Before, 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 uncle. How can I fear in my father's land? In fact, in fact, before all that. How can I fear what I can scatter like my Alexis, happy new year. 2020, you know. Yeah, yeah, vision. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's already smelling like success. I can't even lie to you. Yeah, 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 we're winning this year still. I feel it in my bones. Yeah, so that was a tune by Lexa Moore, who we spoke about earlier. It's off a project that dropped Friday, which is today. Now you know. Thanks, Barney. Um, <laughs> this one's called Odogu. Um, or Odogu. Listen, I'm Ugandan, not Nigerian. I don't know. I don't know these <laughs> things. But um, big shout out to Lex, man. There was a shout out for me on that tune as well. Yeah, Unless imagine this whole time she just knows another alpha. <laughs> Look, shout out to the other alpha. No, fuck shout that out guy. to all alphas. <laughs> shout out to Lex, man. Yeah, this whole project is sick though, man. Yeah. There's like, there's so many tunes I could have played. Um, but yeah, we spoke about it earlier. She's just amazing. She's got like, just a unique approach. Yeah, to I, th- I, th- I think she's top tier, and I feel like, you know, when you hear an artist and you're like, oh, I can imagine you having. And I'm like, she's already got a cult following, but I can imagine having a, a bigger one. And I'm just like, that's why I'm kind of like pushing any follower that I have to go listen to her. Because hopefully one of mine might join. It's like, mm. I just think it's just about, it's a matter of time with, with Lex. Do you um, mean like back in the early on future days, they <clears throat> had like massive? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think I think that kind of thing where it's like. Underground. Uh, yeah, like, that people would absolutely love. Cause I think if you listen to the project, which I it really want you guys to listen to <laughs> government tropicana it's like a real range of like vocal textures flows come on barney's got the eq things on smash shout out to logic EQ. <laughs> high lows mids um, <laughs> but no like it, and, it's, and what's great about the project is it's a playable you just hit play there's no skipping tunes you just like can press play and i think that's such an important thing to have in the arsenal if you're having a little chilling session with your mates or whatever something that you can just press play and vibe with um so yeah lex and also she's a black woman like that is the Shout sickest thing woman. man like she's a black woman that's mixed her own she mixed the entire project on her own like that's so important 
for me. And I think, yeah, like, I have to support that. Yeah, sick. Well, coming coming on this tune, like the ad lib layers, what do you reckon? Like, it was, it's kind of crazy. Like, it's like you got to listen again. You catch other things going on, other sort of responses. But I'll take it over to Jordan because Jordan ain't said his opinion. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, I need. I think I need to listen again because I always, when I first listen to hip hop, I listen to the beat. Yeah. yeah. And that beat was sick. Um, yeah. But I need to listen to it again, like, yeah. five times to know what she was saying. What was she saying, like, lyrically? She's just speaking about her area, where she's from, her belief system. Like, uh, that's kind of, like, the the, the, fe- the feeling of it and, like, strength and power. And, do you know what I'm saying? And, like, also to call it Odogu freestyle. It's obviously a Nigerian, do you know what I'm saying? The heritage of being Nigerian, being, in, being from London. Like, she's just, like, the sickest, like... I first heard her on your on your lo-fi yes, lockdown. Yes, uh, plug that you're gonna listen to that if you want, guys. Lo-fi uh, lockdown. It's now available to the world. Mixed and mastered by Barney Artist. Out here, baby, you know how it is. EQ. You might have to change your name to Barney Mixer. I'm Barney Masterer. Out here, baby. Purchase microphones. No, but yeah, go listen to it. Yeah, she's she's fucking sick. She's top tier. All right, that was our. Right. Yeah, it's felt, felt swift, man. Yeah, this is, I suppose this is new for us where it's kind of like, you know, we know we're doing Get it. in and get out. Yeah, we're doing it weekly now. You know. Yeah, man. We've got Korean to go to after this. Yeah, we go to the Korean spot after, after the podcast now. That's our thing. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think what I'm getting. So I'm thinking about Korean. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, shout out to everyone that's listened, made it this far. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're weekly now, man. Yeah, we're weekly. weekly. Message Sunday. us, DM us. We're yeah, please, please DM the Instagram page that we've got. Are we live? Um, you know, talk to us. We're here. Um, yes. And yeah, weekly Sundays. You know, have a great day, guys. Have a great week. Have a great week. Peace, Peace out. Peace out, my G's. <laughs>